Hola, hola. Hola, hola. ¿Cómo estás? Bien. ¿Y tú? Muy bien, gracias. Excellent. Okay, let's dig in. Yeah. We, we got plans. We and, do have plans. And hot dates and, and stuff to do. We have forgotten notes, but we're working it out anyways. And, yeah, and we were like, <laughs> not even forgotten notes. We were just like, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, that was one of us. <clears throat> just one. Just one of us. And the other one of us was very organized. But then forgot notes. So. But then forgot her notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically so, the same. Eh, eh, eh. All right. Bruhain. Bruhain. So this week I uh, used the Equinox to just kind of uh, really dial in on what I want to be working on for the next three months, four months, and what I want to be bringing in, manifesting, what I'm hoping to uh, achieve by Solstice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I actually went to a group event with our local witch group. Um, I kind of do the event planning. I don't run the events. Well, I kind of plan the events. I'm You're the in, coordinator. I'm, yeah, the coordinator. Yeah, right, the, like full time in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's it. Works for me. Yeah. And then, um, so... Anyway, so I went to the event that we had coordinated for Maybon. Mm-hmm. And so Maybon usually coincides or is right about near the equinox, the autumn equinox, which was last Thursday on the 22nd, I think it fell. Yeah. And so, um, and then we put in, we put in an activity for Maybon for Saturday. So I did that activity and it was so nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was so lovely. Um, one of the local witches um, hosted it and it was sort of like a, The idea was to have sort of like a witch's Thanksgiving kind Mm -hmm. of activity. And it was like a potluck dinner. And it was really nice. We had different ages. Like, like literally, like, obviously I took my kids. So, like, from that age all the way up to, I don't want to call anybody out, but, like, 80s, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it was just like, it was nice because it was like, such a wide variety of ages of people together that's cool it was very nice and then um we obviously did the community you know eating and sharing potlucking and then we did a we just circled together in a small activity um with an activity to represent you know what the equinox represents which is that balance and that Equi, equivalent um, time of day and light, at yeah. least briefly. And so, yeah, it was very nice. Excellent. Yes. All right. Well, we're back today to talk about connecting with ancestors. This is an awesome time of the year to do it because this is like the veil is thinning and we're getting kind of closer into moving into, I don't know, like better contact, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or easier. Yeah, yeah easier it's, contact. It's easier to contact. It's, um, you know it's the wi-fi is, is yeah is up and running and loaded and there's no interference yes <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about um basically when we have the equinoxes when we have the spring equinox and when we have the autumn equinox are the two times of the year that the veil is okay at at its best mm-hmm. because you know precisely it's balanced yeah that makes sense so, yeah um so my go-to way for getting connected and staying connected with ancestors is to build an ancestor altar um that can be i mean it can always be like any altar it's going to be as big or as little as you want it to be Uh, it's best to have it not in the bedroom uh, where you're changing or you know getting freaky 
um, because your ancestors don't really need to see any of that. Uh, putting it in, like, I think near the kitchen is always a really cool place because mm. I associate, like, our cooking traditions and opening kind of the gate that way. I, I think that there's a really strong connection there. Um, but for your ancestor, ancestor altar, items that you want to have are going to be photos if you can or favorite items or items that, like, I would... Corn is a big one for me. Corn and tobacco are going to be kind of my go-to ancestor items. Let's see. A white candle, a glass of water, and incense, like which is kind of what you would go on a regular altar. The white candle because that is a beacon for them. The glass of water is a conduit. And the incense is supposed to be lifting up your prayers and your words to the upper world and establishing a better connection that way. Um, let's see. Eating at the altar on special occasions. This can be your birthday, their birthday, uh, El Dia de los Muertos, any hot Christmas holiday, making sure to include them. And then my favorite thing to do with ancestors is talk to them and mm -hmm. tell them about what you're doing, what your goals are, what your hardships are. And another kind of thing to look out for is if you're just starting to set up an ancestor altar, Get that altar going and get the energy clean and, and going before you start asking for things is kind of. Right. I I don't really um, ask for anything. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's more of a veneration kind of thing for me or a remembrance yeah. kind of thing more than an asking or petition. Um, I think if, if anything, the only altar that I might, because I have my working altar mm -hmm. where I actually create and work and do spells and I guess you know those are working those are asking and the only one that I might like ask for something and I might turn on a candle and ask for something might be with my deity but um the, the ancestor ones or I don't actually ask them for anything I just you know hey how you doing and yeah. talking to them and stuff like that um but I do agree um, that you should, besides the things that remind you of, like the things that are linked to your traditions, like for example, like you said, the corn, the maize, right? Mm -hmm. You can also put things that specifically remind you of that person. Yes. So even if it's something very, you know tacky or something like if it's something that that person really liked like yes. if they really liked mountain dew then you can put mountain dew because you know that person like beer. yes yes yeah, I got you. yeah the, the schaefer yeah <laughs> oh my god yes. but if that's what reminds you of them or if that's something that they really liked then put that there because that's specifically for that ancestor okay okay so not just like general things that remind you or tie to your lineage, but also things that are specific to that person. Mm -hmm. So that's also a good a reminder. And then if you have any personal um, things that belong to the person, like if you have their comb or if you have their, you know, um, like I have my grandma's um, ring mm -hmm. and it's a very nice ring. And so I wouldn't necessarily leave it like at this altar here. I have it um, in my room and I have it like in my jewelry case and so forth. But like on her birthday, I do bring it out and I'll put it like in front of her, like in front of her picture and I'll be like, hey, you know, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, because you gave it and she actually like left it for me. 
and I'm like I still appreciate it I still love it because you know and like here it is like you know dolly up <laughs> yeah you know it's like that kind of thing um so I think that's one thing and, and it's just like a it's that communication right and so like you're talking to them and same thing like for example different people you talk to them in a different way yes so like if like one grandma might have been like really formal you know and you might have been like totally you know senora abuela yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like from afar then like she's like way over there i don't know if you see but look at even a, like that's 24 carat that's 24 oh, gilded carat like i like gold that smart. yeah it's just yeah it's different right yeah. but she's not over here mm-hmm with my loved <laughs> okay like i'm sorry <laughs> but what i mean is it's just like she hasn't made it over here because this relationship on this altar over here is very colloquial very fun very okay. you know i play daddy yankee and y'all over here you know alexa's over here too right uh-huh. so it's different vibe she's not gonna enjoy it right she's over here with my with my books slower and yeah and yeah. the book and she's on the shelf that's all about studies you okay know? she's not like on the, on the shelf that has to do with like you know general like novelas or anything like that yeah. she's on the book that's like the serious shelf and stuff like that she's with a fabergé egg uh-huh. you know i like it it's just like that's the vibe that suits her yeah you know no and so i think the same thing it's just like thinking of the person and kind of like how does it fit you know yeah i definitely the the people who i choose to engage with more who i choose to speak to more it's a little less formal as well i would say like the people who i'm telling about my day and like what my son has been doing at school or not been doing or whatever like that um that yeah is a little less formal and i do have i guess it is i have it separated at my house there are two shelves and what like one shelf is probably people who i talk to more and the other one is like you're invited to hang out but i'm not really interacting with you <laughs> yes. it's like your guidance is is accepted yeah but you're not really in in the community club right <laughs> and because like if you if if everyone was around we would still be being more formal to the ones who are old you know older yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's there she's right. being respected she's being remembered mm-hmm. it's important to to not forget people yeah right? oh big time and it's important to commemorate them and to have them and the way that i'm you know remembering her and respecting her even the picture i mean that's monticello um like yeah you know yeah so like everything is like you know fancy yeah. high like she was but it's just like okay there you go you know but it's not she's not in the in the she's not in in she's not on my ancestor altar i got you right it's like she might be on a picture on a wall you know right still um, veneration still, still veneration, veneration. Yeah. still remembering but she's not on my ancestor altar now is there ever a time that you would specifically go to her and like talk to her about do you like yeah not yet no no i don't think okay. so um the relationship isn't there i guess you know interesting so and 
and I mean, she's a woman that has a lot of the same qualities I do. She was an entrepreneur. She was an educator. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a lot of drive, you know, so there's a lot of things that I respect, but maybe just because I didn't have the chance to know all of her, all of her or all of her history, I played with her many times in life, you know, parchees. She cheated like hell, <laughs> you know, but you could never call her out on it because right, right. that would be disrespectful, uh-huh. you know. Follow the rules. <laughs> but there's also, she was very, very Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, so what level of, there's also that level of respect. She wouldn't want, you know, to be involved. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. So like me summoning her spiritually is probably not something that she would like. Right. So then there's that level of respect. Okay. She probably wouldn't want that. So then I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's smart. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So ancestor, altar, table, nook, cranny. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a, a friend um, that she has a wall. And she, like, I told her, oh, I really love the way that you have, like, all your ancestors. And she's beautiful. For, and she used to be a photographer. And I just, just love the way you have, like, all and this very artful and graceful. And it's like, and for me, it counts as an ancestor, you know, altar. Because she really has, like, these beautiful pictures. And they just capture, like, everything. But she would never consider it, like, and then at at the end, at the, at the bottom of her table, she has, at the bottom of her wall, she has a little, like, one of these, like, plant tables kind of thing Mm -hmm. and there she puts a little candle and i'm like yeah do you have an ancestral altar (laughs) (laughs) she's like no i know they just put a little candle so that they can light their way and i'm like um lighting the way (laughs) that's the step (laughs) i'm like "Eh, okay (laughs) okay (laughs) just a wall sure Sure, it's just a wall. You may not be serving alcohol to them, but uh-huh. the, you're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. So about, how about that? Like, um, do you go, like, serve alcohol, food? You mentioned you do, right? Uh, I, I, I should be better about it. I'm good at around Christmas, and of course I'm good at LD. I always am preparing food for that. But I don't, I don't think about it on the solstice, too. So, like... Solstice, I usually am lighting several candles. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like the big power days, I feel like. That's when I'm actually doing the more... And so your intention when you are setting these candles and you're serving them their food, is your intention to bring these spirits into your house um, that day? To call them in? Uh, it's to let them know they're welcome. And mm-hmm. I kind of hope in that space, like when I'm lighting the candles and like when I'm concentrating and thinking about stuff that... I, I, you know, kind of get messaging or get a little bit of guidance from them. Are you looking for, and let's define here, invocation and evocation. So invocation is when you want the spirit to come in through you, sort of like mediumship. And evocation is when you want the spirit to just come in as itself, as a separate entity into, you know, like you can feel it like through the wind or you can feel it moving something, tapestry or something. Is it for you... um, is it with the purpose of a presence being letting itself be known through invocation or evocation either one i would say during the like during so for alia i'm just looking to celebrate and to be with them so 
that would be evocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evocation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm because I'm not. I mean, I I'm not asking for things. I'm not. But I. Yeah, but I'm more just inviting them, letting them know that this is a space for them, that they're being remembered, that things are good. Um, and then there are times when. I would say there are times when I light when I'm looking for guidance and I'm not necessarily asking for anything, but I'll light a candle and I just kind of think about things and hope that something kind of comes in and calms me or like shows me a light, gets me a path. And you're looking for a message there. Yeah. And you want it to be a message of just clarity recognition? Usually. Okay. And so, and there it would be. From your, from your, you're looking for it to be particularly from like your ancestor guides? Yeah. Okay. So like you went to your ancestor table um, or ancestor altar, you spoke to them, you turned on uh, a candle, you might have given them an offering mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, Titi, you know, I'm going through this problem, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, what do you think? And you just kind of like went around the rest of your day, you know, washing exactly. your dishes, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, you want, you're expecting to get hit. You're yes. expecting for her to come in and, and give you the answer. Yeah. Okay. And then, so that one you do as needed. Yes. And you're not um, waiting for the fluctuations of the veil. You're not waiting for the for it to be more or less accessible. No. Just when I'm feeling that it's, yeah, when it's, it almost feels like. When a, you need it. Yeah. Okay. And does it seem to you that it's easier with some ancestors than with others yeah definitely and do you always know do you always pick the same person no or do you always know which one to pick uh no so i have i have a very close friend that is very regular in my life that i speak to Mm -hmm. and sometimes i can tell i don't know i can tell when i need more than i mean like she and I are, I don't know, uh, there are just some times when I'm like, I need some older guidance, I guess. Uh, she is a pretty young friend of mine. So like when I, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like it's, I need somebody sage. Yeah, I don't know. So it, like, yeah, that would be a good, a good example. When I'm more worried about a member of my family, I go higher up than to my friend. Mm. Okay. And higher up, do you mean somebody that is just wiser or somebody that is more of an ascended master? More of an ascended. Okay. And then... Like someone I haven't met but is still my blood, I feel like. Okay. Let's define here. Okay. Ascended master would be somebody that's um, transcended the physical realm because of their work on the the plane when they were here. Like, Mm -hmm. right? People that... Like prophets and people that you know the work that they did and people are like okay okay you, you earned your gold star right and they ascended right and then people what did you say of my blood or of my lineage yeah yeah and so people of my blood would be people that um, you might not personally know but that are of your lineage that are more of your ancestors but further removed and higher up yes so that one is um, ancestral guides. Okay. Okay. So you're going more towards ancestral guides than to ascended masters. Got you. Right. Yes. When you're yes yes yes. yes. Okay. Got it. Cool. Okay. 
Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then, and do you feel that you get those responses as well? Yeah. Okay. And they're different and they feel different and they don't feel like, like I said, when I'm talking with my friend and we're going over day-to-day things, it's different and it feels lighter. And when I am concerned and it is around family, it feels deeper in my bones. It feels like I'm vibrating my hands. Um, yeah. And do you feel also like, um, like when the answer hits you, do you feel like that cold rush? I, I usually get really warm. Warm? Yeah. Okay. Like warm and then, but I get like chicken arms. Mm-hmm. Like I just ask about the coldness because like when, like when we're doing a circle or when we invite like spirits into the circle or when you're doing a seance, you can usually feel a spirit come in because it, it feels cold. Mm-hmm. But since I heat up, but I get chicken skin real bad. So okay. it's like being chilled, but also being warm at the same okay. time. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's all clary, like you just knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Everyone's not doing that. <laughs> no. Let's see. Q and A was cool, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we were talking a little bit uh, before we started recording, just some other ways. I said through food and language are are two right. good ways. And then connecting. I said that we should also like you could look back. I think we've done two episodes that are um, the in the touch same wheelhouse. In the, yeah, in the same wheelhouse. When we did the one about the north, mm-hmm. since it was talking about on ancestors, it was a way of connecting with ancestors, and there was the connecting with lineage, with heritage. And so there we talked about like connecting um, with culture, with food, with language, learning the language, learning about your roots, even doing DNA testing. We talked about that. Um, even if you don't know, like, you know, trying to find out and then and following those gut intuitions, like even for people that like, oh, wait, and then like maybe I should because those are usually hits about things that are going to take you down. I agree. Um, even like. I think I was the book I'm reading right now. It's about translation, right? But it's um, it, it has like silver. It has something about like silver working as well. And it's like, oh, this is cool because you know. And then like when you look at it, it's like, oh, you know, somebody could like easily be like go down that wheelhouse about like silver working or leather binding or oh, something, yeah. you know. And those things when often people say like, oh, I'm really good at something. It's usually leftovers from like past lives, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so when somebody picks up something like that really easily, it's usually a leftover skill from a past life. And that's I why, agree with that yeah. completely. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, that's really cool. Um, and it being a leftover from a past life is usually a clue to ancestral as well because we usually stick around in the same sort of lineage and packing in areas while we're trying to work out mm-hmm. certain things you know so that's interesting so that was episode four she can i will make a note she'll make a note but it, it was towards the beginning because we did five episodes on the elements oh yeah and so that was the one on north okay okay maybe we didn't maybe we called it earth earth or the north i will put it in the notes i think it was earth okay um and so that one 
has about connecting to ancestors and then the one we did last year in september mm-hmm. i think it was september 22nd for last year um talks about connecting to spirit mm-hmm. and that one talks about the other muertos and it talks about and so that one as well has a lot of information on how to connect to your ancestors yeah because the other muertos is all about connecting to your ancestors yes and we talk about like the same um how to you know open yourself up to connecting to your ancestors and even if your ancestors were i think last time we talked about it like even if your ancestors were assholes yeah yeah and so yeah like because we we did because it's it's something that's hard for some people it's like you know i don't want to connect with these people i want everybody to have been fair to you know and unfortunately yeah so was I telling you that I think I have the, with my DNA testing that like my sixty percent of my DNA is like a colonizer? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like no. I mean, well, it's still got forty percent. That's great. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Still forty percent is great. You know. So whatever. Anyways, so um, out of the, I mean, I'm a big proponent of the food part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's the one of the best ways. Just the smells, the olfactory, it leads I think it I think food is one I, of the smartest ways to do I it. I think the yes. And besides the stomach is the 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 second brain, right? Yeah. And so, it'll make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> that music, language, and obviously language, I'm huge on the language part. Um just listening to songs like from like childhood songs even if you don't understand what they're saying that's going to transport you on a on like an emotional level to a childhood level yes and that's going to make you feel nurtured even if you don't know what they're saying so it doesn't you don't have to jump in right into like adult songs go into like the rhythmic like childhood songs that's going to make you really really like nurtured and happy um and then also like look for the ones that are like the old school ones Okay, let me see if I have anything here. Because obviously Sasha did the wrong thing, and I was like, how to summon spirits. And <laughs> Oh, that's a good one for next one. Yeah, yeah. I'm like summoning spirits and, you know, making packs. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should totally. We got we got a plan. That'll be great next episode. I was, doing the, I was doing the wrong one. I was like, I only remembered spirits. And I was like, oh, it was something about spirits and making packs. And like doing a ritual protection before and then how to summon them. I was doing the wrong thing, people. Sorry. <laughs> Consider this your trailer for two weeks from now. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have much useful <laughs> information on this one because, well, okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But I, for the next time. Yes. But that's, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Pictures. Oh, make sure that, um, we were talking about their objects. Yes. The things that they loved. Mm-hmm. And things that they might not have even seen ever, but that remind you of them. Okay. So things that you're out and about and like, oh, I think they really would have enjoyed this. Right. And so don't think of them like, like my dad liked um, Swatch watches, for example. Mm-hmm. And so like if I see Swatch watches or I see things that are like cookie colored, like um, those bright colors and stuff that look sort of like those patterns okay even if they're not swatch or whatever like i can like oh he would have liked that you know it's, that's cool yeah, and yeah. so you can get things for him them as long as you know it's not like expensive or anything like that it fits or whatever You're like oh yeah he would have liked this this would have been cool and you can bring them to them 
because if they're still active in your life mm-hmm. as part of the ancestor table, then why not? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's cool. Good? I'm good. All right. Rolling into astrology? Oh, man. Is it good? It's yeah. good, right? It's all good news? It's all good news. There's only two eclipses in October. Oh. Since there's two eclipses in October, oh. everything else is peanuts. Oh, great. <laughs> Perfect. Everything else is like, eh, who cares? <laughs> there's two eclipses. Okay, October 1st through the 14th. The first, there's nothing. The second, Mercury goes into opposition with Neptune. Eh, that one's not so great. Miscommunication, um, communi- confusion. It can affect relationships. It can make things kind of like iffy. Um, it can cloud up your perception. Um, it's good for anything like or miracle or anything like hazy. So okay, it's good for plays. It's good for poetry. Okay, it's good for anything like dreamy. But it's a Monday, so hard pressed to find. <laughs> <laughs> hard for us to find that yeah but um everything else just it can lead to miscommunication it can lead to clouded um you know confusion on tuesday mercury trines pluto um that day so that day sales negotiations um influence like everything can be a little skewed right mm-hmm. because mercury's communication and pluto is like influence and a little bit like underhanded influence or a little bit like trying to take power okay so it's either you or them kind of thing so you have to decide who's the one that's going to be influenced okay Okay? that's the third that's the third tuesday are you going to be taken in or are you going to be the one taking in got it got it it's good for hypnotherapy (laughs) (laughs) okay on wednesday mercury goes into libra that basically for about a month and so libra communication is very diplomatic and political, intellectual, opportunistic, friendly. They like justice. Um, they also like to shake things up a little bit, but in an underhanded kind of way. Like sneaky. Yeah, they they're sneaky. Hmm. They're like, oh, are you going to so and so's party? <gasps> Didn't get invited. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure she she's gonna invite you. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they, like, they like to like stir the pot. Stir the pot a little. Nice. Throw a little board. And then. <laughs> Little Gemini in them. I was gonna sense. say that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they also like they can be indecisive as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the only downfall that they have in there. Then it's pretty easy going five, six, seven. Pretty nice weekend that's going on there. Okay. And then the eighth we have oh Venus. The you know Venus retrograde was going on like in August, whatever, and then their shadow was going on like in september and now finally like all those crap ended to go. Yes. oh nice okay and that day mars square pluto um that just a little bit of struggle scheming for power play um just a little bit sort of domination kind of power play going on it's like okay. who's gonna because mars is all about like and pluto again that pluto's, pluto's very active this two weeks it's like and you'll see why on the 10th it's you know pluto's very active it's like setting up its ducks trying to get things in oh no you know um the ninth the ninth is a bummer the ninth is venus's opposition to saturn this is sort of a bummer um it's very 
Venus is love and money and, you know, all about like how you feel about yourself. And so, and Saturn is all about restriction and discipline and so forth and opposition. You know, mm -hmm. they don't sound good, right? So it's, it can cause anxiety about your money. It can cause anxiety about like looks and self-worth and so forth. So it's like a depression day. Okay. You can feel lonely. You can feel ugly. You can feel like, you know, you can feel anxiety about not having money. It's just like, it's a bad day. So advice, don't stick your head in the, in the sand. Just write it out. Flow with it. Just like, it's like you're in, in massive debt instead of being like, Okay, I'm a massive debt. I'm gonna ignore it for the rest of my life. Just like, okay, let me put my, let me just look at it. Let me yeah. see what what the what it's actually. What's the truth? If it's like relationship wise, and it's like, oh, you know, don't be like, ah, so, so like, okay, let me look at it. Let me see what it's actually like. Okay. Um, or just eat Ben and Jerry's all day and wait for the next day. You know? Okay. Whatever. All right. Both sounds like good plans. Yeah. But yeah. Just you know. It's, it's not a great transit, but, you know, transits don't last forever. Then um, Pluto direct Capricorn on the 10th. So that's why Pluto's been so active, although he's so slow, mm -hmm. is he's going direct. He's been retrograde, and then he's going to go direct on Tuesday. And so that means he's going to be like, oh, here I am. I'm going to, you know, get into my power. And then he's in Capricorn, and Capricorn is that, you know, uh -huh. Oh, I'm going to, you know, be the tycoon and I'm going to dominate the world. And then this is my last chance to get back power and the patriarchy and everything before, you know. And then he's going to be here until, um, I think it's the first. It's either January 1st or the 2nd. And then he'll finally go back into Aquarius next year. Okay. And so he's just like, ah, last chance to do all my nefarious, you know, planning. Interesting. <laughs> yes. And so... Pluto's trying to do last grab of power, but on a personal on a personal level, it makes you feel like responsible. It's like okay, I gotta take rein, I gotta take control, I gotta be more responsible for my life. And then that day, Sun's opposition to Chiron, so me, I feel hurt, I feel you know, mm -hmm. so I gotta I gotta take responsibility for myself, kind of thing. So those that nine ten eleven that nine ten you know gotcha that nine tenth we're feeling we're feeling like I got a bun and sweats on and yeah 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 and then the eleventh I, I crossed it out it wasn't that day it was the twelfth so whatever we're just recovering okay and then the twelfth the twelfth Mars goes into Scorpio Mars and Scorpio Scorpio is it's a water sign mm -hmm. right but it's a very deep. It, it's a strong sign despite being a water sign it's a very strong sign it's the it's a sign that um, has a lot of power right so when mars goes into scorpio although it just becomes it's what i call the sniper sign right so mar and mars is in mars is a co-ruler right of scorpio so it's like mars and aries for example is like that army marching 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 and we're just gonna keep on going and we're gonna go and fight pow pow fight right mm -hmm. mars and scorpio is like that sniper he's up on the roof nobody's seeing him and he's psh, 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 taking people out right that's scary no <laughs> just just giving you an idea how I that mars you. is he's more targeted strong direct right very powerful controlling mm -hmm. kind of kind of sexy too mm -hmm. yeah okay so mars and scorpio, mars goes into scorpio okay, okay. Then on the 13th, Mars is going to try and Saturn. 
productive. Okay. Right? These two are getting together. Mars that did this and Saturn that was over here, they're going to get together. So Mars is going to get into into Saturn and he's going to feel like I'm productive. I'm, you know, I can have endurance. I'm going to be perseverant. I'm efficient. Targeted. Okay, I got my list. He went into there and then he went, he got his orders. Okay, who do I have to kill? <laughs> right? Interesting. He's, he's getting his list. He's like going off to his mission. Okay. And he's going to go and he's going to go get his list from his platoon leader. And Okay, and then he's going to disappear and go off and do his born thing. And then on the 14th, the eclipse is going to come in. Eclipse in Libra. It's a new moon. The new moon, this is opening up our new moon, our eclipse season, which our eclipse season, if you look back here, it's going to run all the way until March of next year. Okay? Oh, no. You see all these eclipses? All those eclipses, right? So this is the first of those eclipses. And then the first one, we've got our moon, we've got our moon, we've got our sun, we've got our south node, we've got our Mercury, all of them in Libra. Okay? Okay. So, because new moons is just the sun and the, and the moon in the same sign. So, it's the opening of our eclipse season. So, pay attention to whatever theme comes up. Because this theme is what's going to play out for the next year okay. for you, basically. Whatever steers, that's what's going to be the theme for the next year. Interesting. Okay. And that's what the eclipse, whatever comes up here, that's what this eclipse season that's going to be running all the way from October 14th and then, you know, October 28th and then April 25th and April 8th and whatever, all that, that's what that eclipse season is going to be teaching us. Okay. So whatever comes up, that's, that is what you're going to be working on. That feels heavy. <laughs> you won't find out until the 14th, right? But whatever comes up on that 14th, that's the theme of your eclipse. Okay. This eclipse season is definitely going to be heavier and more difficult for the cardinal signs. The cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you're none of those. I know. That's why I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're none of those. You don't need to suffer. I'm one of those. You'll be fine. Are you kidding me? I've seen you. You're like Teflon. I'm like Teflon. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I haven't told you all my school shit with the kids. But um, yeah. Well, all right. So yeah. That is that is the astrology. Thank you. I mean, I think. Thank it's Yeah. Yes. It's As you can see, beginning of the... Next week mm -hmm. of that nine, eighth, ninth, tenth, get a little sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But and then the eclipse, it's not not gonna be peachy. Yeah, but it's not the full the full moon eclipse is gonna be harder, and oh. we'll talk about that next. Okay. Um, yeah. When we talk about spirits and packs. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> How to summon a demon <laughs> to help you get over the lunar eclipse? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about tobacco today. Uh, so I'm just going to start by saying tobacco is poisonous. So please be careful. It's poison. Even uh, if the cancer society doesn't want to, the cancer society, the cancer companies don't want to, the yeah. tobacco companies don't want to tell you. Yes, the tobacco companies do not want you to know. Tobacco is poisonous. It is ruled by Mars, associated with fire. It's a masculine plant. 
in Central and South America, tobacco is used to speak to spirits. Tobacco is known to be thrown into water before like a long sea journey to appease the water spirits. Tobacco smoke blown into the ear is a remedy for ear aches. I would not, I, I feel like we've come to better places since then, so maybe try something else first. Uh, burning tobacco purifies areas of negativity and spirits as well. After a nightmare, clean yourself in a running stream and then throw tobacco into the water again to appease those water spirits. And tobacco can be used as a substitute for sulfur, datura, and nightshade because they are all um, like, they all have like the same kind of qualities. Okay, that was my little bit about tobacco. And question? Question is, what, what are your methods when seeking guidance from the other side? What's your go-to? Okay. So I normally, so it depends on if it's, if I'm being structured or unstructured. Okay. So if I'm being unstructured, I normally go to either, I either talk openly Mm -hmm. in front of my ancestor table, like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just like open to the air. Right. Right. Or, I guess, medium. I would be unstructured just daily. Yeah. Medium, I go to my daily table, altar. Mm -hmm. Um, I light incense and a candle. And I speak directly to her. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, devotionally. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, madre, da, da, da. Right? Um with incense first right and i make and i call right like i i, I put the rattle okay the incense because the incense calls right spirits are um that's why we put food and that's why we make sure make sure that the food has a good smell and that's why we use incense because the they're responding to the smell they're not responding to the, like the actual food right? right um so so i, I do the the I do the incense and I do the the rattle all around and then um, I'll like like with veneration right I'll call to her like mm-hmm. speak to her and then I'll ask her I'll ask her my question or you know or not petition because it's not like I'm not asking her for things like when I want to ask for something I usually do a working right but I'll ask her like oh you know having this problem with Mateo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Or can you help out with this or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think um, the other day I had something. What did I have with Sara? I needed something for Sari. Like her or her school wasn't, she was unenrolled in school. She had three possible schools and she was unenrolled for school and the schools were on strike and we didn't know what school she was going to go to when she came back and she had like three potential schools and she didn't have a school. And so I went to my... Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah. I was telling her. And I, you know, went to her, and I told her, and was just like, just, can you help us? Just, it doesn't matter where, as long as it be whatever is in her best interest. Right. And then I called Zara, and I'm like, called Zara, and I was like, say thank you. Yes! <laughs> and so I was just, gracias. <laughs> and then I incensed her, and I'm like, okay, go shoot. <laughs> I'm like okay, mama, whatever. I'm just talking to her, you yeah, know. Yeah, of course. And then so that would be like medium, I mm-hmm. guess. 
and then like formal or high like talking to i've i've participated in seances yeah and so that would be like ritualistic ritualistic high ceremonial yeah yes uh i'm fairly similar i for just like low low guidance i guess i don't know when i'm just like i'll I'll just talk i just talk and kind of talk 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 and then something hopefully opens up and i've feel better like the situation solves itself mm-hmm. um my less orthodox ones are um i'll light a candle and i i hear better in the shower always so i will light a candle downstairs and get in the shower and kind of stay in there until the water turns cold and um i will either move my body in kind of like a rhythmic way and just kind of open up that change the energy um that's one of my go-tos the shower is like that's really where i get the clearest messages and then um i will do like a drum beat uh in like downstairs in my room with a candle on i'll put on drum music and again i'm dancing and moving my body in a rhythmic way that kind of gets me into a trance and i'm looking for that same solution but usually it's heavier problems if i'm taking the time or heavier sure. guidance if i'm taking the time to like light candles and sure. do these things yeah. ceremonial almost. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. almost like opening a circle yeah yeah do you do you always do like hot showers um yeah i think so oh, i have like eucalyptus and stuff i'll give Same. them to you oh cool yeah oh yeah excellent well thank you so much yeah thank you See all you right next week. yeah Two weeks, people. Don't get excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> cool.